Well, welcome back, friends, on this uh, dreary Friday afternoon. Uh, we are happy you are here, though, staying warm and dry with us. And uh, we'll want to welcome now a wonderful friend who uh, joins us each month with his senior spirituality segment from the Diocese of Camden, Deacon Anthony Seo. Deacon, welcome back. Thank you so much, Jim and Cheryl. I'm happy to be with you. I'm happy to be with our listeners today. That's wonderful. Always wonderful to hear your words of wisdom. Oh, my gosh, you're putting the pressure on me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's always great and, and well-loved by all of our listeners. No matter what the age, I, I think most of what you share can be applied across the board. Well, you know what? I, I think that when we talk about things of a spiritual nature, mm. I think that's true. I think they really can be applied across yeah. the board. So I'm glad to be able to do that. I, I want to jump into something, if I can. I hope yes. it's okay with you guys. Sure. Um, I was working, I was writing a reflection this week, and I was writing it on um, Luke's Gospel, The Cleansing of the Ten Lepers. Mm. And, and, and we all know that story. The ten lepers, you know, they come to Jesus, and, and you know, and they, they ask, you have mercy on us, you cure us. And he cures the ten lepers, but only one comes back to say thank you. Yes. And it, it always surprises me when I hear that. But then at the same time, I realize that thank you and the response to it has become a pet peeve for me. So mm-hmm. let, let me tell you what I mean. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this recently. Prior to the pandemic, you know, you, you go, go out, you've got a lot, you're in restaurants and whatever else. And, and I guess I kind of forgot about this during the pandemic while we were out. Now I'm going out a little bit again. And a server will, you know, well, I'll ask a server for something, I'll bring it over, and I'll say thank you. And the response you get mostly anymore, isn't your welcome. I don't know if you notice this. The response you get is either no problem or certainly or mm-hmm. of course. And I always scratch my head because when I say thank you when a person says no problem, in my mind I want to say, well, wait a second. I didn't, I didn't think it was a problem. <laughs> in the first place, so, man. <laughs> you know, so I guess maybe I asked wrong. Or they'll say, like, certainly. I'll say, well, again, I asked you for something. Certainly, that means makes you think that I didn't think you were going to do that. Mm. So I'm not sure when all of that changed. So I guess it's turning into a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> and as I was as I was writing that reflection, it reminded me of a story. I heard this many years ago, and, and again, I'm sure the listeners heard this before too. And it's really about the thank you. Now, sometimes we forget to thank God mm. for what has been given to us, no matter how small it might be. So here's a story. Picture this, if you would. Um, it's a story about a person who was trapped in a large shopping center parking lot. They, they, they forgot to buy a present for someone, and they're running out the last minute, and they're circling around and around the mall looking for a parking space right in front of the store they need to go to. And I think maybe it was Macy's. And they're, they're circling. They can't get a good spot, and they're in a hurry. It, 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 eventually... The person becomes so frustrated by their lack of success, they begin to pray. And, and the person's driving, he says, God, God, I know I'm not an especially religious person. I know I'm not a particularly good person. But if you'll give me a parking space near the entrance of Macy's, I'll go to church regularly, and I'll try to be a better human being. No sooner those words came out of his lips, no sooner than he said those words, a spot empties right in front of the store, the perfect spot, the best spot, no more than 20 feet from the entrance. Immediately, as he starts to pull into the spot, 
He looks up and he says, never mind, God. I just found the spot. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, boy. I didn't expect that. <laughs> ah, you know, sometimes oh. we forget to thank God. Right. And yeah. God gives us so much. And it's so easy to maybe just think, you know, when we need something, we're very, very quick to ask God. But mm. when our prayers have been answered, we sometimes really do forget to thank God, just like that, you know, those nine lepers did. You know, those, those nine lepers just continued on with their life and didn't recognize the encounter that they had with our Lord and how beautiful that encounter was and what it did for them. So when I look at those types of things, I recognize that it's critical for us to thank, to be thankful for everything. Um, I want to share another story with it, if I can. This, sure. this isn't a funny one, but it really points out for me how thankful some people are, even in the worst situations. And this is a story from when I was doing hospital chaplain work. And, and this is a true story. Um, at the hospital I was in, a mom went into early labor, and she gave birth to her baby prematurely. Baby was 22 weeks. And as you know, at 22 weeks, the, the, the survival rate okay, is, is, is pretty low. So the child was born. The doctor explained to the parents, you know, what, what, the, what the risk were, what the chances were, and that was okay with them. But here's what they did. Here was the request. The request, first request, was to have the baby baptized. So in this neonatal ICU room full of monitors and equipment and beeping sounds and doctors and nurses and tubes, everything imaginable, this mom who had just given birth a few hours earlier said to the nurse, I want to hold my baby's hand. Oh. Now, because she was unable to get out of the wheelchair, the nurses pushed the button and lowered the incubator to a level that was even with the mom's lap. She placed her finger into the baby's tiny little hand, and the baby's fingers wrapped tightly around hers. I watched this. I watched mm -hmm. this in utter amazement. And with her husband's arms wrapped tightly around his wife's shoulders, and with the baby's fingers wrapped tightly around the mom's index finger, we all prayed together. I was able to gently pour the water over the baby's head in baptism. Mm. This was one of those beautiful moments. This mother was so appreciative for the grace that the sacrament brings. Um, she knew that the power of the sacrament was able to unlock the gates of heaven for her child. Mm. And she gave that child the best gift that she could possibly give, that gift of eternal life. Her encounter with our Lord was so great in her life that it was able to transform her and the people around her that day. Now, sadly, the baby did pass away later that evening. But their faith saved that child and gave eternal life. And they were thankful for what had been given to them, even in the short period of time. And their thankfulness became evident through their actions of having a child baptized. So, you know, I, I know we look sometimes, and I know, as I said, it's a pet peeve when people, you know, respond to thanks or don't thank you. But you can see where there is so much faith in the world from so many people, and they are so thankful for so many things. Mm -hmm. And 
I guess it's one of the things that I, I'd like to try to have people keep in their hearts all the time. No matter what our problems are, no matter what our difficulties are, um, you know, whether, whether it's because we're aging or whether it's just because we have other troubles even younger in life, we have been given the most amazing gift by our Lord. And our Lord loves us so much that he's given everything, his only son even, that we could have life and have life to its fullest. In the midst of whatever else is swirling around us, we need to be able to sit back and take our time and, you know, maybe at the end of the day say, thank you, Lord. Um, and I, I can't imagine our Lord saying no problem when we say that. <laughs> right. I can't imagine right. our Lord saying, of course. I can imagine our Lord saying, you're welcome. <laughs> That's right. <Okay>? Yes. <laughs> yeah. which, which I hope we would want to hear. And, <laughs> So I, I, I guess my message is about again how how important it is to be thankful. I um I, I read something the other day. Um, there was a priest who had been speaking to Mother Teresa. I'm not sure if you should, if you're, you 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 saw this short video, but uh, he asked Mother Teresa what should he do to keep his faith strong, and she said every morning when you wake up say. Good morning, Jesus. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Mm. Simple. Yeah, there is. yeah. And, I, and I think the point was that it sets your day. Yeah. Right? It, it kind of locks in for you what the most important thing is about whatever will happen. Right? Right. Our Lord is part of your life. Everything you do is for our Lord. So, you know, we have that message of, in the morning, say, good morning, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, say, good night, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thank you right. for all that you've given me today. Right, and you know, as you, say, as, you, as you say that, Deacon, I think uh, myself. You know, we say that in the morning, we say that in the evening, and we never know when that's going to be the last good morning or good evening we say in this world. You know, we just it's don't true. know. We don't know, and the next good morning, Jesus could be a good morning face in eternity. To face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, and and you know what? I like that image, Jim, that you just mentioned because. You know, I, I know that um, it's always difficult to think, you know, about that. Um, but to be able to think that, um, that that when we do say that next good morning, it, it really will be face-to-face with Jesus and saying good morning uh, in his presence. That's mm-hmm. just that's just an amazing thought. Yeah, and I think he's going to reserve. You mark my words and think of this when the day shall come. He's saving mm-hmm. just for you, Deacon Anthony. No problem. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be that'll be the. the say, okay, remember that. That'll be yeah. that'll be the Jersey Jesus. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's too funny. At least I get a chuckle out of it. That's yes, right. that's right. At first, maybe my eyebrows and my lips will feel yeah. like what? <laughs> I remembered. Right. Right. Oh, but we do. We thank him for another day. Our feet hit the floor coming out of bed. Thank you, Jesus, for another day. And um, I always pray that he's with me to lead me and guide me. Holy Spirit, let me do something to make someone else's day brighter and maybe make someone else aware that there is even a God, you know. Yes, yes how true. Mm-hmm. I think maybe one of the questions I want to ask is, Lord, tell me. Why did those nine other lepers never come back? Yeah. <laughs> hey, thank you. Right. Help, me, help me understand it. Help me understand right. it. That's right. right. That's right. Well, you know, and too, as you were you were talking as you began your 
segment, Deacon, I was thinking of, you know, especially when it comes to wearing masks, which uh, you know, has put just a whole new spin on, on the way we communicate with each other. And I mm-hmm. think to myself, I was, we were somewhere yesterday and, and someone was walking by and, you know, you pass somebody and you, you give them a smile, but they don't see that anymore. Right. You know, they don't know we're smiling at them. And, and that, that is the silent communication of, of just, you know, basically, you know, just letting someone know that we're, you know, we're, we're expressing a, a greeting in a sense. Yeah, you know. polite acknowledgement, whether you know them or not. It's just, you know, you're passing someone you want to be polite. But, you know, with, with the mask. And it, actually, the story was somebody said hello to us. How have you been? And we said, I'm sorry, we don't know who you are with the mask on. I mean, it was just the raw truth. We were at a restaurant yesterday when we stopped and people are waving. And they say, hey, Jim and Cheryl. I said, I have no idea who you are with that mask on. <laughs> But we got to chuckle out. <laughs> you, know, you know, it's interesting. I, I, whenever I give talks, one of the things I always talk about is how, you know, Pope Francis tells us that we need to be, you know, joy-filled mm-hmm. uh, followers of Christ. You know, we, we, we can't walk around with a with a scowl on our face and a frown. You know, no, right. you know I'm a Christian, and we look like, you know, who, yeah. who wants to, who wants to be that if that's, that's who right. you are? Yeah. You know, we need to be people of peace and joy and happiness, and our faith needs to show it. Yeah. And I think what masks on today. I think that if we're a joy-filled person, our eyes can help show the joy. Mm-hmm. If we're happy and we really are looking at a person with love, I really do think it can show through our eyes. So even though it's more difficult with those masks on, if we can just keep that smile underneath that mask, it will show through in our eyes. And people will be able to recognize and identify that, hey, this person really is, this person really is smiling at me That's and right. not making some kind of a frown underneath that mask. Maybe we'll become more attuned to more of of the person, him or herself. You know, through Body they language, say the, through yeah. the eyes, there is enormous expression. You can tell if you just look someone in the eye and communicate mm-hmm. with them that way. So this may be a way for the you know the Lord always brings about a greater good through all this. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, in this situation where the, the masks are required, et cetera, we might be able to uh, hone our 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 communication skills a little bit more finer by communicating by looking someone in the eye and, and hopefully continue that because many times we don't do that. We look away from people when we're talking with them. We can't look them in the eye. Now you but have we to have to look them in the eye now. So, uh, I think we should all get masks that are printed with the words, you may not see it, but I'm smiling. I'm smiling, <laughs> yes. Yes, very smart. That's right. And, <laughs> and, then we'll, and then we'll say to ourselves, why is that person staring at me? It's because they're trying to read that whole sentence. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Well, at least we can we can laugh about it, and hopefully in a you know short while from now we can look back and say, well, thank God that's all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and, true. And that's true. And I'm the eternal optimist. So, you know, to me, every morning when I wake up, I say, is it done yet? <laughs> right. That's it right. I'm hoping it is. I, I don't know. But I tell you what, uh, Deacon— you have certainly uh, all every month enhanced uh, our program by coming on with your your wonderful wisdom and, and insight, and we thank you for all that uh, you do for us in these segments because it's beautiful. Yes, we thank you. Well, and I'm going to say you're welcome. Very, not, very no good. No, not no problem. No problem. <laughs> no, no problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to be with you. Thank you for the opportunity as always. God, God bless, bless you. you. And friends, you God stay. You. Friends, you stay where you are. We're going to get back with more. Don't go away.